Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Dean Rogers. Welcome back to the Dean Rogers Show. Today, we have a gorgeous special guest, Mr. Al Nicoletti. What's up, Al? Welcome to the show. Dean, I'm so honored to be on the Dean Rogers Show. This is great. Every time I get to talk to you, man, we always have a great laughs, great conversation, and I'm excited for this one. I appreciate being on the show. Yeah, thanks so much for being here, man. Uh, I always just feed off your energy, and we have a good time, dude. So, Hey guys, welcome to the Dean Rogers Show, where we talk about real deals that we're doing and bring on awesome guests to talk about how they're finding success in their business to inspire and motivate you. Don't forget to like and subscribe. All right, see you on the show. Let's dive right into it. For those of you that don't know Al, he has... He is the expert when it comes to probates. He is an attorney who deals with these probates every day in and out and has helped educate so many people on what is a probate. How does it look like? How do you become successful in this niche? So we're going to leave you guys with some nuggets today. If you want to connect with Al, you can find him on Instagram at attorney Nicoletti. Attorney Nicoletti. We'll have it up on the screen. We'll have it up on the show notes make sure you connect with him. He's got amazing content regularly. So, uh, all right, let's dive into it, man. Let's just talk about like, how'd you, how'd you even get into probates? Like, did you just want to be an attorney growing up or like, what did that look like? No, actually I didn't even expect to be an attorney. I was, I, I was a musician for 15 years, played violin for the longest time. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. There's something you didn't know, played violin for forever. So music wow. was my life. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you still um, play? No, well, I mean, I can pick it up, but it's going to sound squeaky and probably terrible. But I, you know, I still got the fundamentals down. I know how to like, you know, move yeah. around the the board. Yeah. Uh, but I realized quickly that music, uh, while it was great, and and the community that I was a part of was is amazing. I mean, I'm still friends with so many of those people today. It's like much like real estate. That's a, it's one of the most interesting comparisons. Um, I realized that it wasn't going to make me the living or the the living I wanted or the money. And so I really quickly had to figure out in college, you know, which direction did I want to go? Did I want to go medicine uh, like my dad did? Did I want to, did I want to be in music? You know, what did I want to do? And I didn't like medicine. I, I saw the music path was, you know, limited. All of a sudden just decided to take pre-law classes. Like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe I'm going to take the violin background, the law background, go into entertainment law. You know, that that was a whole thing for a while. But, you know, I didn't realize I wanted to do real estate until um, I took the bar exam, found the topic fascinating. Uh, got my first job in Miami uh, under under the wing of a mentor of mine. We used to he was a stepdad for one of the members of a quartet we were part of in high school. That's a whole that's a whole story. And uh <laughs> Work, work with him for two years, got to see all the foreclosures, title, probate, um, but really wasn't until like two years in, uh, my best friend from law school, uh, he, him and I used to like talk about things, you know, you know, what's after law school, you know, law school's great, you know, to, you know, study together, but then what's next. So I remember we got into like talking about what to, what's coming up and probate popped up. And I remember him saying like, you know, this is, it's a great niche because there's opportunities here, lots of properties just sitting, you know, nobody's doing anything with them. So at the time I was like, huh, you know, it, I didn't, it didn't make sense to me at first, but I started to research it more and more. He came back down. He said, what did you find out? 
I said, you know, I'm still trying to put the pieces together. And that's when he explained it again. And something about that second explanation, just the light bulb went off and like my mind went zooming. I'm sure you've had that moment, Dean. Like when you just, when, when something really clicks, like there's no stopping Dean Rogers, he's going, he's going off and scoring the touchdown. Right. So I, I literally just started researching, doing, and, and I realized that there was a model to this and, and what it was, was there's just thousands of properties real estate that just sits around and nobody's doing anything with them because somebody owned the property, they died. And now the kids, they don't know if they want to sell it yet, or maybe they do want to sell it, but they can't until they do probate or they do some kind of mechanism to get the property sold in a probate proceeding. So that's when I realized like, wait a second, like thousands, this is a huge opportunity. And this is where I realized, wait, there could be really good collaboration with realtors, investors, fast forward speaking. I, I started speaking on this. I started like going to the RIA meetings locally. I started going to the realtor meetings. I started talking about this more. So doing videos and social media and it just, it took off. It was like wildfire. Something about it was just, I don't know the, either the way I spoke about it or presented on it was so novel. Um, even though it's not, it's just, it's just the way it was presented in the package of, of efficiency and timing and everything really took off. And so from there, it just really became my niche. I actually, I stopped doing any evictions. I stopped doing any unlawful detainers. I stopped doing some other stuff uh, right when the pandemic hit. And I, and I quickly said, this is going to be the niche I'm focusing in. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. So <laughs> you yeah. were a musician and then you got into, you know what, I'm just going to try something else out and why not probates? Uh, yeah. yeah. But you're right. I mean, just this is an evergreen problem. It's a problem. And, uh, and it is still shocking that there's so many people that don't know about it. There's really not this great solution to it that kind of, uh, you know, walk someone through this process when this inevitable thing happens. And so um, I think real estate investors, uh, not to give ourselves too much credit, but in a way have really helped with this, this, this need, uh, this problem that needs a solution. And through relationships with people like you who get it and understand it, is what can connect the dots and put this all together. I know speaking firsthand, a lot of the people that we help in our community as we buy, go through the process of buying their house, they have this problem. They don't even have the funds to afford the probate process. It costs right. money. It's not It's not free. It's expensive. There's lots of people that have to be involved and go through the courts and it's a specialized expertise on how to do that, especially to do it efficiently. Um, so we come out of our own pockets uh, a lot of times at the front end of these deals and having to wait three, four, five, six months to get it finalized. And um, it's a real problem. So you, you saw this opportunity, you, you dove in, you really, what I, what I got to give you credit for that I've noticed just from the time that we've known each other is you've really integrated yourself into the community. Yeah. What a, what a pro move right there. I mean, geez build in your own clients and customers um, and become the expert in your area in Florida. Uh, what a genius move. So 
what what gave you that that, that foresight to say, you know what, I got to go network with these people, real estate investors who are are you know around these opportunities. Yeah, I think that started the the first in with the investor community was definitely before COVID. Um, there was a lot of different meetups here in Jacksonville. They have uh, Jacks Ria. They they were having Yellowbird Connect, and they still do, but it was. Um, it was just starting up then where a lot of investors were coming in. And I realized that was great because all the investors are doing their direct mail, direct, you know, cold call, PPC campaigns, finding sellers, motivated sellers that need to sell, but they can't because when the title commitment comes back, they see it needs a probate. So, so I realized that need with the investors there, but, but then going to more uh, more stages and more national or more Florida uh, parts, that was that was an interesting moment for me because when COVID hit, everything shut down. We couldn't go back to these meetings. So I was I put I said, well, wait a second, how else do you get out there? Video, social media. So really started putting the video out there, and I think because it marinated for like a year, year and a half is when people really started to say, well, wait a second. I see Al's out there. He's an attorney, you know, wait, the live events are starting to happen. Wait a second. You know, we got to bring him in here. Um, especially the clubhouse crew. There's multiple clubhouse rooms. Remember clubhouse, you know, multiple clubhouse rooms where we'd have in depth conversations on probates and title issues. And so that's when I started going to more of these events in 2021, 2022. And then I said, man, this is great. Like, I loved it. Like going to this one, I was at Wholesaling Live and I hope we have Wholesaling Live, but there was Wholesaling Land um, 101 and then there was Hive Mind, and then there was another conference. I said, this is great. Like, I love being on the stages. I loved explaining, teaching, educating. And that's where I think it really uh, started to take a hold was the education part is I gravitated to that because Yes, it's great because you get to connect with people. But when you start educating, you impact people. And impacting is where it really started to churn and, and grow because people people gravitate towards that. It's like a magnet. People love the education. Because when, when you educate someone, you now teach them how to handle the situation that they didn't know how to handle before. And when they get potential leads, they can even teach their acquisitions team or any realtors under them. Or if they're a broker, have, uh, have a meeting on how to solve these things. It really opened the door to to really educating the market. And I think that is what really was amazing about going to these investor groups. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Once you start to figure out that um, information, uh, helping people is what can open up more doors, it starts to become a fun game. How many more people can I help? Who can I help today? Right. Um, right. And then more doors open, you help, start helping more people and it really adds fuel to your business. So that's, that is, I know when we, when I first joined uh, the mastermind that we're both a part of, uh, that was one of the first things that they said, you got to meet out, <laughs> you got to <laughs> meet out. Uh, you guys great. are really hit it off. And, uh, and you have become that you have become an absolute marketing machine. And while I was looking up to, I don't know, is it the right or left? I don't know what what the the screen is mirroring. 
by what you were saying, you were programming in my mind. This is crazy. This is why I love just having conversations with people like you. While you were talking, I was I was receiving the information and I was already applying it to the our big event that we're having this weekend and, and the stage that I'll be speaking on and was already connecting more dots just by what you were saying. So I appreciate everything you were saying right now because it was like fueling me, get me excited. Good. Uh, yeah, That's what it's all about, sharing, collaborating. And yeah. I think I think a lot of it is, you know, when you go to some of these events, you really meet other people in the industry you haven't met before. Maybe maybe you've met them before, but now you really know what they do. And that's what's that's what's interesting about networking or going to the mastermind is that, and I tell people on my show, like, you know, I remember meeting certain people the first time, but I didn't know what they really did. Like they told me what they did, but like, I didn't get it. And then I meet him a second, third, fourth time. And I'm like, Oh, wait a second. You're the commercial guy or, or she's the one that handles things with single family houses. It's like, when you go to these events, you can connect with people and you network, you start really finding what people do and the synergies with them and, and, and how you can help them. Or maybe there's a need in your business that you got to talk to them about and you just start mingling and connecting. That's what's so great. And, and educating people is truly one of the great gifts that we could give other people is our knowledge and and expertise in what we do. Yeah, no doubt. I I love it. It's just, it becomes so fun when um, you can start getting involved in all these different communities. And and like I said, just about giving value. Um, It's great to receive value, but when you start giving value, it's crazy that you actually start to receive more value back too, in one way or another. So right. it just becomes this game of how much value can I add? So yeah, um, absolutely. It's a lot of fun. So let's talk about um, if someone's listening to this, they're like, cool, this guy's a probate attorney, um, expert in it. Let's start dropping some fire on yeah. this is exactly how, you can be effective in this niche, not what what are the, you know, ABCs of probate uh, and, and what that looks like. What is it? Um, break down the terms for me. What's the process? But how does someone become effective in this? How can you truly make this a part of your business and really um, take your, your success to another level because of it? Yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's so much to talk about with this and there's no way we can get into ABCs and all, all the deep stuff because there's just, there's so much, there's endless hours on this stuff. Um, but what I tell people are actually, I started to do this more Dean and I did the experiment when I was in Houston this past weekend, which is the fundamentals, right? Like I'm in Houston some investors are like, well, you're a Florida probate attorney. I said, yes, but I see things from your perspective and your perspective is what's the big picture, right? So what I tell people is first and foremost, if you're going to get into probate, you have to research the market you're in. You have to know, is this going to be something that is taken off or it's not taken off and maybe we don't get into it, right? So researching the probate market is huge. And why have I gone so hard? I mean, people, you'd probably ask like, why so hard in probate? I'd say two things, right? One, the market in Florida is only taking off. Like it's, it's blowing up. Florida is easily top four with baby boomers owning property and it's only going to double triple. Right. Mm -hmm. So knowing that stat, I was like, well, wait a second, how can I not be a part of this? And then number two, 
just just it's it, there's a system I've created, right? That I, I I make it work. I just know how to do it, and that's it. So researching the market for even me was number one. Like you have to do that, right? Um, and then a lot of people even say, like, how do you even get started with this kind of stuff? Really, it is getting down into it, getting your leads, you know, understanding what leads you're looking for, distress leads, and then getting your marketing going, right? Getting your 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 cold calls, your PPC campaigns, your direct mailers, and just doing trial and error to get started. And guess what? If you have no idea what you're doing, this is why you partner with people like Dean Rogers. You JV with them on a deal in that market and say, hey, Dean, I don't even know what I'm doing. I just got a PPC lead. The lady's going crazy, but the but the deal's beautiful. Hey, what do you think? Perfect. Like you have to be able to communicate and ask, thinking that you could do things on your own like this is crazy. And Dean, I tell you that, like you know this, but I tell you this because I hear this on the phone when somebody's like, I've never done this deal before. Like, you know, do I present this contract? Like, what's a title company? I'm thinking, whoa. <laughs> like I'm not even the investor here. Like, you know, do you need me as the end buyer or something? But you know, it's it's crazy. Like I tell I tell them I'm like you you got to get educated with this. Um, and of course we talked about educating yourself. Like that's that's another big one that I really get into. Um, the what you and know, the why. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what's hilarious? You said that right there. It's so valuable. I don't want to skip over it. I want to put a big stamp on it. Is the relationship aspect of if you have something that's like this, you don't need to be the expert when you're just getting started. You lean on others that are experienced in it, whether it's the probate attorney and the relationships that they have, right? Because um, that is very much a thing if you have the right probate attorney, or it could be another real estate investor. As you said it out of your mouth, I was typing the note on my screen about that very thing, about what I'm going to present this weekend because you're just giving me so much good, like rich information that's that's helping me put my thoughts together. I was typing that same exact thing out. I'm going to be spreading that message from stage that, guys, don't make this harder than it needs to be. Here's an expert that knows this in and out, has done it over and over again. They can walk you to the finish line and probably make you more money than if you did it on your own. And, and you guys can split it, right? Like, why make this yeah. harder? So yeah, that's that's what's crazy is I, I hear it all the time. And 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 some of these deals have big spreads. I'm talking like eighty, ninety thousand dollars. And it's like, would you rather have zero or forty-five? Like yeah. you know, and the RO and, and the ROI is gonna be uh, uh amazing because you're you're gonna get partnered with somebody that knows how to expedite this and get with the right title company or work with the right title company and close and get it closed. Um, so, so important. I'm writing I mean, that down. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, and, and that's the thing is that, you know, when I went to Houston and talked about this, I thought, you know, I'm not even talking like a probate attorney. I'm talking like the business side of it that I see from the probate end and what investors are struggling with or what investors and realtors miss. And that, that actually impacts me because I want to help get it done, but you have to be able to start spreading your wings and, and finding more of these uh, situations and more people to connect with. Right. And, and another thing you just talked about it as well. I said the same thing, find the experts, you know, 
there are certain investors in our markets that have specific experts for specific things. Like I, I know a couple investors off the bat that they have a probate attorney. They have a contract attorney. They have a specific performance attorney. They have a quiet title attorney. And they have an attorney for like everything they go to. And people think, oh, I got to just go to one. I said, you know, some people come to me and say, hey, can you do the eviction? I'm like, I get into probate. Hey, can you do the unlawful detainer getting the squatter out? Uh, I'm good right now. I got to do the probate. Get with the experts that get into this every single day, right? That, that's the idea. And building that team is going to make you successful in the probate niche. Get, get the title company that gets in the nitty gritty with some of this stuff. Get with the probate attorney that doesn't think like a probate attorney, but thinks about probate and how does this thing get closed, right? That's another issue right now. And I, I really need to make a note of that one because that's a good one is a lot of times investors in different markets, or I don't know, maybe even happens here in Florida, but they get connected with a probate attorney and they the probate attorney gets the court order and they say, give it to the title company. Title company says, no, we can't close. We need this. Oh, no, no, no. The court order says this. Look, there's, there's something called probate, something called title, and it's not getting closed until title says it's okay. So work with the people that think not just beginning, but close. So there's like all these fundamentals, Dean, that, you know, it's crazy, but it sounds basic. But when you tell people about it, that's when the aha moment starts happening, right? Yeah. Like, oh, it confirms what I believe, so I must act. It sounds obvious. It sounds too easy. Um, but we all want to, you know, pass go. We want to skip to the finish line. We want to get the deal and get it closed and make our money. So I feel like when you're just getting started, you have blinders on that block out those obvious things that you know with some common sense are things you should be thinking about and doing, but we go about it ass backwards. So how, do, how does someone go find these people? How do you go find the right escrow officer? How do you go find the right probate attorney? Um, how do you start there? Best place is your own network. Go to local RIA meetings, local meetups, local, you know, the, the coolest part about meetups, and I noticed it when I went to Fort Walton Beach and spoke there at Heather Blatz's group, the, the coolest thing is that when you go to these RIAs, you're going to have newbies, but then you're going to have seasoned people. And you know the seasoned people when you're the speaker talking up there and getting pretty advanced with some probate talk. And they're nodding their heads like they've been there, done that. And it's like, oh, so you're not just doing one deal. You're doing 10 deals a month, you know, 20 deals a year. Like you can tell those are the people. If they're doing 20 deals a year, they're obviously closing with somebody that is doing it right, getting it done, and they're happy with. So always ask and try to meet up and, and, and qualify the questions to say, hey, you know, I'm glad I get to meet with you. Like, are you doing are you doing a lot of deals? Are you high volume? And they're like, yeah, it's like, great. This person must know other people, title company, escrow officer, or a real, maybe you're not, maybe you're going to buy it and you're going to fix and flip it, but now you need a realtor specifically to list the flip, right? Not every realtor does that. Some are are more clever and, and than others. So you want to be able to find who's that realtor in the market that does that for investors, because maybe they have a certain percentage that they work off. 
So the idea is leverage your community and lean on that community to find these people. And over time, you just start asking questions. Another concept that you would think is like, well, that sounds so basic, but a lot of people don't ask. They, you know, I, I'll say, I'll say people message me now about, hey, do you have a probate attorney in South Carolina? Hey, do you have a probate attorney in Georgia? It's great because I do. I know people there. But but it takes ask. If you ask, that's when the information comes out. Yeah. Now, here's the next next thing I'm thinking is, okay, so you get the name. Here's the person you should talk to. Let's talk about what are the questions you should be asking these people to know if they're the right fit. Now, obviously, if someone highly recommends them, um, likely is a good fit. But still, you'd be surprised. Even some of the experienced people are testing out several different people. Some of them are going to be the right fit. Some of them are not. So what are some of these questions you should ask, let's say, a probate attorney to make sure like, hey, this guy knows what he's doing. They're really going to help me. They might understand probate, but no, they understand probate related to real estate investing, how they're going to get it done, get it done fast, all that stuff. I love this question because, and I actually don't get asked this question too often, but I can't remember where or whose podcast it happened on, but I, I but it clicked for me. I was like, wait a second. Oh, so this is how you do it. It may have been the sub two community, but this is, this is the best way to qualify, right? So probate attorneys, or even if you're getting in probate or, or, or sticky title situations, maybe getting in with the title company, start with percentages, like always start with percentages. Hey, what percentage would you say your practice is of probate? You know, and if they say 80 to 90%, because that's what I'd say, it was basically close to 100. But, you know, if they're saying a high percentage, you're like, okay, this is great. That means that these people focus primarily on this. This is their bread and butter, their day in, day out. Then your next question, and if they say 30%, you know, what do they really practice? Because Sometimes probate really takes focus. To be high volume takes a lot of focus, a lot of practice and being in crazy situations, right? I, I see a number of things over and over and over again, right? So high percentage. Your next question really is, what percentage do you work with investors? You're probably saying like, why is that a good question? It's a good question because how creative is your underwriter for the title company? How creative is the probate attorney when it comes to a sticky situation? Are they going to see a plan A, plan B, plan C and like maneuvering or are they just rigid and they don't see it being done a certain way, right? It's got to go through this whole thing because in my world, we're always thinking creatively and with a solution. It could be an expensive solution. You know, Dean, you may find one where I'm, you're like, Al, we got four out of the five. It's a certain kind of property. And... Um, but there's a lot of spread. It's like a hundred thousand dollars spread. And I'd be like, okay, well, based off my analysis, because it's a certain kind of property, we can do this, go around the air. But just so you know, it's going to cost $20,000. You're like, it's a hundred thousand dollars spread. I'd rather take 80 and get you 20 and do, you know, so you got to think about solution money. And then how are some of the things structured, right? With my model, I'll wait until a closing to get paid because it makes sense if it, a lot of these sellers, these heirs don't have money up front. They don't. And, and so huge. it's huge. It's that's huge. part of the model. That's it. Time that's so, and money. That's so, so smart. See, I, 
that's crazy. I got to call it out. This is such a big thing for, for anybody that's listening. If you can find a probate that can do that, I can tell you again, I mentioned we come out of pocket because the attorney that we're working with, we got the wrong one apparently, uh, doesn't <laughs> seem to understand it. And before they even talk to anybody, we're writing checks, you know what I mean? And um, there is the chance that the deal doesn't go through. There is that risk. And it could be because not all parties are on board or um, some appraisal comes back a certain way or something, but you get it. You're in the real estate investing world and you know that, hey, there's opportunity for all of us here, but you know there's some pieces that kind of need to come together first. So uh, man, that, oh, that just like almost yeah. threw me out of my chair. I was like, wait, what? Oh my gosh, <laughs> what, a, what a dream. Well, now you understand why a lot of the investors in Florida have one by one just been coming because this model makes sense. And they're not just finding a deal where it needs one probate. Like people are mind blown about this too. There's some properties where it's not just mom that owned it or dad or brother, sister, like it's like grandma and the probate was never done. And then we're having to do grandmas and then mom died after grandma and then Sunday after mom and doing three, four probates. I mean, you know, who's going to wait until the end for that? And I'm, cr I'm crazy enough to do it, but I'll wait till the end because I know that everybody talks about the deal. Is there money in the deal? Does it make sense? It always comes down to numbers. It always comes down to numbers. Do, do the numbers make sense for us to do this? And if they do, it's a no brainer, but everybody's got to get involved. And, you know, I would say when the Fed raised the rates last year, there were some deals that did fall apart. Some deals fell apart. Uh, buyers just didn't want to buy. It didn't fit the hedge funds buy box. And so they had to back out. Fortunately, I still got the costs, the expenses for it, but the model makes sense. So you've got to look for in investor friendly title companies too that'll that'll wait until close for that kind of stuff and the probate attorneys and and the creativity behind it's big. I just think the high volume part is a really good qualifying question because if they're doing high volume probate, yeah, they're busy, but they're seeing a lot of scenarios that other probate attorneys aren't seeing and already will have an answer for that situation that you're going down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so what's next? Like what, what else do people need to be thinking about? Is there any other missing pieces we haven't tackled yet that if they're trying to build out the right team um, to find the right people to be in the position to, to help this, this seller of this probate property, what else do they need to be thinking about from, from your perspective? Um, I would say qualifying the probate sellers, just like you qualify a seller, uh, you have to start learning how to qualify probate sellers. And you're like, what's the difference? Mm. The difference is when you get into probate, there's certain documentation we need as attorneys in the probate mm. to be able to get this thing done. And if we can't get it or they don't want to provide it, what are we doing? So I started getting really tough about this probably four or five months ago. Once my assistant started being like, all right, we got to get on this. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like we do, you know, it's like, it's great taking everything off. But it's like, wait a second, these people aren't doing anything. So we, we got to a point where we called it qualifying and we started building out 
checklists. And probate checklists are really helpful because you start going down a list of, okay, hey, if, if this is a probate, we need these things. You need to get it to the title company. The probate attorney needs it. And if you don't get it to them, then we can't move forward. So example, like death certificate, easy. Uh, the will, if there is one, uh, maybe the will's leaving it to a trust. Where's the trust? Maybe the property's titled in a trust. Where's the trust? Um, who are all the heirs, right? And their contact info, because you're probably going to need them for the title company. Mm. Um, you know, do you have everybody under contract? Uh, you know, there's there's other documents that they may need in the probate, and and there's other things like affidavits of heirs in the probate that need to be notarized, signed, and filled out. And if if we can't get the participation of the heirs to do it, it's not moving forward. For example, we had one today where he gave us everything, we sent everything out. And the only thing we're waiting on is for the heir to sign the affidavit of heirs and get it notarized, and. We haven't even heard like we haven't we haven't even heard back. And they had to start sending email after email after email. Finally, came out of the you know blue and he's like, hey, I'm here. But it's like getting their participation is really key. So I tell people, build checklists for yourselves and really, really harp on the need for it and set the expectation from the beginning. Otherwise, you're going to be chasing. And the chasing part is what starts to waste a lot of time. Yeah, that, that's such good advice. If you can get that information ahead of time, then you're going to be in a much better position. Because again, otherwise, what are we doing? What are we doing here? What are we doing? <laughs> because it's great. They say they want to sell it, but this is not a you know straight line to the finish line. Uh, it, you have to go through this process. There is no other way around it. And if you don't have people cooperating, you don't have the right information, then what are we doing? So I think that's such good advice. Um, and going into that prepared with the information you just shared on this is what I need is going to help you um, start to gather that information. So, yeah. And I, I just add in, in a small way, actually, it's, it's a big it's a big issue, but it's in a, in a short way. Due diligence on deals is so important. Like it's 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 one thing to get a deal. It's one thing to get it under contract. It's one thing to get their participation. But I tell people this, it's not always about the probate. Sometimes it's about the underlying liens and, and mortgages and judgments and stuff recorded on that property and rolling code enforcement liens and rolling nuisance liens that start adding up that eat the equity or surpass the equity in the home. And then the deal doesn't make sense. Like I had somebody reach out to me um, last week and they said, Hey, I got a probate deal. And I said, great. Let, like, let's hear the whole thing. Heard the whole thing. There were some things I had questions about. Uh, and I said, Hey, you know what I always say, have the air reach out. Let's, let's talk about it. And then they said, uh, one last thing, there's a $120,000 rolling lien <laughs> for nuisances on the property. I said, well, how much are you buying the property for? They were like 80,000. I was like, wait a second. You know, we're going to do a whole probate, get everybody situated, but then take the chance that the city doesn't reduce the lien or the fine and no guarantee that you get the deal done. I said, the first thing you got to do is you got to get that address. The city's got to give you the assurances or find out about some kind of buyback program because they do some weird things in Florida where like if you do rehab, they'll do a two for one or some kind of exchange where they'll like start lowering the liens and stuff. 
But I said, you got to you got to get that done first because it's not always about the probate. It's it's doing the due diligence, working with the title company, getting looking at the title commitment and getting with them saying, hey, I know we got to do probate. But if even if that gets done, are we closing? And if they say no, because this has got to get reduced or this has got to get paid off. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great advice. There's there's more to it. And a lot of times I'll find on the probate deals that there's there's other things going on too, other problems you got to solve. So uh, wisdom right there in that. <laughs> so, uh, dude, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, you always get me fired up, excited, my mind turning. I'm not joking when I say this. This is not an exaggeration. I finished. This is hilarious. As, as a natural entrepreneur, you're multitasking. You're You're thinking about everything. I finished my presentation, not with like graphics and stuff, but just like the key nuggets based on what you said today, right now. You gave me those other pieces that I needed to drop in here. So you you uh, you added a ton of value to me. I received a lot of great information. I know the listeners, without question, um, got some great wisdom here. So thanks so much for being on, man. Again, if you want to connect with Al, you can go to Attorney Nicoletti. We'll have it up on the screen so you can check it. Uh, Al, any last words? Any calls to action? Any any more wisdom? Oh, well, I just want to say, Dean, thank you for having me on your show. Thank you for uh, allowing me to share the wisdom and education to your listeners out there. And uh, it, it's just a wonderful platform, right? Podcasts are a great way to have people listen and and churn their minds. Like like you said, like you know, you're you're listening to this and 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 your mind's moving, and you're able to take those ideas and execute them. And that's the big thing. I just tell people um, as a as a final words, final thoughts. You have to be able to get out there in your community and lean on the community around you. A lot of people after COVID, they want to stay inside. And I noticed it at some of the live events that not, not as many people have come out as, as much as I thought they would come out. And I think it's crazy because all the, all these people are doing high volumes, big deals, big stuff in various industries. Not everybody's doing what you're doing. And going out and networking and leaning on the community is the biggest thing you can do. And also take care of your health, invest in yourself, do it for you, because without your health, you can't perform at the highest level that you truly want to without it. Amen. Lots of good wisdom there. Community, huge. Health, you're a sexy model now. Um, <laughs> Part-time side hustle. You're, you're at uh, model shoots on the weekends now uh showing off that new sexy bod so uh yeah man uh lots of good stuff i appreciate you being on so good until next time guys peace love it